This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. I have four specific people in mind, but... If you guys want to expand this out and you have questions about other Cowboys players, Me, Mike, I'm here Joey, for it. and Kevin. That's four. These, this is about Cowboys players. You left Carter out. He's pissed. Uh, the dead money on Carter would be higher than Joey for sure. We could get rid of Joey <laughs> in a heartbeat. It oh wouldn't gosh. cost our cap at all. Just know that, Joey. It's definitely true. <laughs> is Stay on our side, though. You'll be that, all right. That was a very controversial moment at the newspaper. I don't. I can't remember if you were still there, Corey. I quit. Is that's true? Is the morale and like jackassery there was the morale was too low, and there just wasn't stuff getting done. And we had what a paper. Uh, we did a whole bunch of the Plano yes, Times. Yeah, the Plano Star Courier, Allen American. Uh, we so we had like a group of fifteen local papers. We had South Lake, Flyer Mount, and McKinney. I, I went ahead and threw it out there because I thought people were too comfortable. I was like, "Hey, if you think you're not replaceable, just know I have a replacement lined up for every single one of you." I don't think that went over yeah, super they were well. Like, they were like, "I'm making eight dollars an hour. Okay, I'll go to Sonic and make hey, twelve. I got him up to ten. <laughs> All right. So, same idea here is I, I focus in on you four. Run the NFLPA. <laughs> oh my God, I could do way better running the NFLPA than Demore Smith. That's a fact. Is I guess there's only one way to prove that. Is all right. So the people I focus in are Zeke. Tyron, Jordan Lewis, and Neville Gallimore. Because people are always like, oh, you got to cut this person, you got to cut this person. If you have other players that you're curious about, we can dive into them. But these are the four that make the most logical sense. All right. You good with moving on from Neville Gallimore? Yeah. I I think he's very replaceable. Yeah. Like your $8 an hour reporter. (laughs) Hankins. He's not too far off. Hankins is... Gone, right? He's a free agent. He is a free agent. I'd much rather have him. And you drafted John Ridgeway, and he had a really good well, year. Well, Mike, we, we moved on for him. I feel to like keep you're being deck. sarcastic here. Well, he did have a really good year. He did. He did. So, so Washington. We, I see what Mike's saying here. You can just draft another. Like, that's where Will McClay found that uh-huh. guy in, like, what, the fifth round? Yeah, he can just find him. another Ridgeway, dude. At least we released him for good reason. So Dak could be in a meeting. That, yeah. That's the that's, reason. That is a hundred percent the reason. I know I said that sarcastically, but that is definitely. You don't the don't let anybody fool you. Jerry really thought that son of a gun with seven screws in his thumb was going to sit out one game. <laughs> what if one of those screws went loose in the middle of the game? He had a plate and like seven screws, and he's a like, he screwdrivers. Yeah, he'll fine. miss a week. He'll be yeah. back. So and then he's like, I never thought that. I know. My I don't butt. know who said that. Is all right. You move on from Nev- Neville Gallimore. Your dead cap hit is almost nothing. You save $2.7 million on your cap. And so this is a team that's $7 million in the hole on the cap. And I know people are like, oh, you can make $50 million like that. Well, guess what? You can make $50 million by keeping a lot of players that you probably don't want to keep too much longer. 
All right, so $2.7 million. We agree. Gotta go, Neville Gallimore. Yes? I concur. Okay. Jordan Lewis. Are you prepared to move on from Jordan Lewis? Not. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, because, I mean, that's, that's fine. Because I'm trying to decide what I'm doing with Anthony Brown. If okay. I can bring him back for $6 million, you know, that was something I was listening to Bobby talk about this morning, In specifically with Anthony Brown. There's a, and I think Choppy was like all about it for $6 million. Like, yeah, I think that's where that was. But I don't know what I'm doing at cornerback, man. I yeah. feel pretty good with Bland out there. Um, and now my slot is what? I think Jordan Lewis is a pretty decent slot cornerback. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's where I'm just not there yet. How much would it save me if I did, Kevin? $4.7 million. So your dead cap hit would only be about 1.1. He costs 5.8. Now I've made that $7 million that I need, so now I'm even. And I'm about to make you way more money. All right, Jordan Lewis, is he worth keeping for $4.7 million. That's essentially what it comes down to, right? When people are like, oh, you got to get rid of this yes. person. You got to get rid of that person. Is he worth keeping for $4.7 million? Yeah, I'll keep million. him around. All right. I get scared of what Kevin just said. I can save you a lot more money. I feel like if Kevin was running a cap, I just want him to run the NFLPA. But if he's running a cap, I'd be like, you know, we have 50 more million to spend. He's like, don't need to. Watch this. Watch this. We're going <laughs> to whittle listen, this, this down. Is, this is how I do things here. Plus, I can I can spend 50% of what other teams no, no, spend. No, no, no. See, Plus, I have a coupon. See, that's a great point. <laughs> I would love that. But Corey also knows I'm a front runner, so I want to build a dominant team. Yeah, all right? I don't want to build true. the best team. With I want to build the best team that you're like, well, who are they going to play in the Super Bowl? <laughs> is All right. We go right to the most logical one. And this is why this whole discussion is utter nonsense is Ezekiel Elliott. All right. Ezekiel Elliott, you could save a good amount of money on him. Ten point eight million dollars. So here's how it works, because whenever you throw around those numbers, you always like, what exactly does that mean? Zeke has essentially a twelve million dollar cap hit. Right? Mm-hmm. So you release him post June 1st, then you break that in half. So it's 11.8 million, so 5.9 million per year. His count against the cap is $16.7 million. So you get rid of Zeke, you save $10.8 million. And then you sign him for three. Well, if that was the case, I would hope you could just renegotiate the contract so you don't have to eat all that dead money. Can you renegotiate it so you like, have more <laughs> of years? Of course, I do. Yeah, I do. I do not. Want to follow that line of You're logic. You're going to have to spread that over the next, like, six or seven years so that he can play with Dak for the rest of his career. Okay, well. So are you spreading that uh, he's going to need $3 million a year to hang around with Dak? No, are you okay I don't, with that? I don't even and think. And then you're paying Tony Pollard 10 probably, and so now you're back up to $13 million. And this is where it's problematic. I don't think Zeke is worth $3 million. I think I can draft. I think I can draft somebody in the fifth round. Who You're going to get rid of your does. quarterback's best friend. Yep, best yeah, friend. Well, guess what? This ain't a clubhouse. All right, we're building. That's baseball. We're building a team that can win. All right. Listen, I don't have time for a bad time. Let's just all have fun. All right, let's okay. get rid of Zeke, even right. though he's the ambassador of fun. That actually is. That's Honestly, not- he is the ambassador of fun. That's why his career has stunk. <laughs> For his talent, he drank away and did other things to his career. Let's be honest here. The reason that Zeke is who he is is because he did not take his career as seriously as he should have. And that, if you want to know why, how did he deteriorate so much? I don't know. Partying as hard as he did is very tough to be a quality running back for a long amount of time. But he decided partying is better 
than doing everything possible to have as long a career as possible. And the Jones family helped out by after three years going, here's all the money in the world. Rookie Zeke was amazing. And he was. like that stretch of 322 carries, 304, 301, like that many carries every year. And I know he had the one year break where he had six games off, which yeah. still is For weird. Uh, but like there was a stretch where that dude was the most dominant and then it just went. From the eighth grade two. Man, y'all whack as F. Jordan Lewis is not worth it. Hey, don't include us all in there. I was trying to save us money. I, all right, so I Zeke's out. Tyron Smith. You ready to move on from Tyron Smith? How much money does he make? Because we have to divide it by he plays eight games. So how much do we pay him for eight games? His cap hit is $17.6 million. So approximately you're paying $2 million per game. Or $35 million for a season. But here's the most important part, Corey. If you do the, the, this is what the Cowboys always do. They post June 1st it, split it in half. You will save $13.6 million if you move off of Tyron Smith. All right. Who's playing tackle? I drafted the tackle. Tyler Smith. Who's playing guard? Bring Connor McGovern Surely back. Surely Farniok's ready, right? Nope. Nah, okay. Well, as long as we're talking about the Dorrance Armstrong hype train, I feel like we're on you, the Farniok hype train. Are you prepared to draft another guard in the first round this year? No, not in the first oh, round. Not in the first round. You got our tackle in the first round. I, I Zach Martin need, was a first round pick. You're right, but I don't need to take all of them in the first round. What's the next second round? What's the next Zach Martin sitting right there at 26? Okay, look. Are if, you ready for that boring know, ass if pick? You, if you know that's going to be the case, then I would be in on that. I would be curious what kind of conversations they've had with McGovern. So now I have $24 million to work with. Yes, you do. And I can go sign Odell for all that. Well, hell no, first of all. And second of all, if you do, and this is where it's going to drive people crazy, if you did want to flatten out the DAC number and give him an extension, I could drop that number by like $25 million. God, he's he's like a salesman. He's a I car can. salesman right now, isn't he? He is trying to line. Hey, look, you know, we do this and this. I can get you to this number. I think he's not going to work for us anymore. He's going to be working for the cap. Yeah. You're the new cat boy. I don't understand when I look at That's why I get so mad at the way we negotiate. I'm like, what? That doesn't even make logistical sense why you would do that. Would you call in to the get right if Kevin Gray called you cat boy and like yeah. kept, uh, kept going after you for how you God, spent your money? He would be. I wonder if you'd stop oh, yeah. doing interviews or do more interviews. Oh, I, you know the answer to that. I would 100%. I'd be like, let me convince you why you're wrong. And it wouldn't go well. I know it wouldn't go well. But so I am looking at Jordan Lewis money, Kevin, and at $4 million, that is up there with the Patrick Sertans, who's still on his rookie deal. Sure, which is unfair because he's obviously amazing. Uh, I mean, it's in it's in the top it's in the top 30 of cornerbacks. For a slot cornerback. Okay. I think he's worth it, worth keeping around just because I got to figure out. I still don't know if Kelvin Joseph can play. I don't know if he can play sure. slot. I, know I don't Jordan think Lewis, he can play. I know Jordan Lewis can play slot. So. And, and that's one of the things. I, I'm not against what you're saying about Jordan Lewis. That's why I just wanted to ask the question. So my question for you in the upcoming year, is Neville Gallimore worth $2.7 million to you? If the answer is no, you move. 
Is Jordan Lewis worth $4.7 million to you? If no, you move. Is Zeke worth $10.8 million? If no, you got it by now. And is Tyron Smith worth worth $13.6 million? If no, you know what to do. And when people, so I have $20 million to work with is what I have because I'm keeping Jordan. Okay, so you have $20 million to work with, and then you have other options, but the options aren't as many as you might think. You're going to focus on players like Zach Martin, and Dak Prescott in terms of finagling more cap space because you don't want to mess with Demarcus Lawrence. Demarcus Lawrence is already on your books for at minimum one more year, very well two more years. So you don't want to mess with that contract anymore. Let me just, I just want to point this out real quick. Whenever somebody says they flipped a switch in a contract or whatever, that almost always means they're going to be here longer. Like, why is Ezekiel Elliott still here? Why wasn't he gone last year? Well, because you flipped the switch on that contract to get that money. So if you flip a switch on the Demarcus Lawrence contract, I, I want to make sure that you want him here for two or three more years. Because if you don't, then that's a mistake. That's where that money comes from. And this is where I can't I can't focus my money now on Dalton Schultz. Because yeah. because that I can't spend half of that that I just made yeah. on this player. I am. This is where I'm looking at like the Leighton Vander Esches and going. I had you on two million last year. Like I, yeah. that that was a a reasonable contract. Uh, can I did I find a replacement for you? Did I feel comfortable with you playing last year? Even though the net kind of thing popped back up. So this is like Kevin. There aren't a lot of free agents on this thing that I'm like I have to have back that they have back. But I got to fill out a roster now. And for the most part, the free agents you lost maybe were about twenty million dollars. Like that's kind of the, the yeah. free agents you're losing are about twenty million dollars worth of that, and so now I got to go replace those bodies somehow. Do I have other guys in my practice squad that are ready to be elevated and move into that? Uh, do I also have options in the draft that can really help us out here? Yes, absolutely. And the question obviously comes up time and again. I don't know if this is from Kevin Gray, but what's the point? Because Catboy won't spend it. Is that's why sometimes I wish I could be in that room. When they're like, we're going to flip the switch on these three players. is I'm like, no, you don't want that person here for the next three years. I know it's going to save you $6 million now, but what are you going to do with that albatross of a contract going into that season? That's why we keep getting into trouble. And I think the Cowboys do spend money, but they only spend it on their own people. And then they continually flip the switches and they're like, well, we don't have any money left. Because you might be thinking, well, we got rid of Armari Cooper. How are we negative $7 million? Because of dumb crap like this that we do all of the time. And that's why whenever the free agency like moments come up, you're spending $3 million on Dante Fowler. Yes. You know, you're like, he, he you're, fingers crossed, Dan Quinn can do something. Uh, Anthony Barr was a three, uh, what, a $2 million spin? And so you're like, did That's I get everything I wanted out of Anthony Barr? Not yeah. really. But there, but he had some moments. He had some flashes. But there were other moments that you were like, mm, okay. So I see where you're going with this, man. There's not. They don't have a lot to spend on the big names that could really be a boomer bust contract for them. Unless hopefully a boom. You bite the bullet. Siri talking to me. Right and now. just ex- that's why you have to make the. De- I think you have to make the decision on Dak. This offseason is if you're going to extend him or if you decide, I appreciate your service these last two years and that's it. From the 817, we have Bland. We don't need Lewis. This is a three-cornerback league, if not four. Yeah. You you need a, a third corner. What what are you doing there? You, you trust Kelvin Joseph? Are you drafting 
tell me th- th- your plan Kenzie if you're going to say we don't work. And- Otherwise, yeah, I'm not. I'm not trusting that. I, I do trust Jordan Lewis in the slot. I don't trust any of the other players yet. I think that's the most reasonable one at four point seven million dollars to keep Jordan Lewis. That might be the most reasonable of the bunch. We're the KNC masterpiece right here on one hundred five through the fan. And this is how we're going to switch gears from hardcore cap economics to. Based on a badass t-shirt, what animal do you want to see play what specific instrument? 877-881-1053. They can't do what we can do. We'll do it next right here on The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 Through the Fan. Based on a badass t-shirt, what animal do you want to see play what instrument? But Corey has been instructed me, it's probably wise to start this segment with a sports note. Here's your sports note. That way the sports person will be like, oh, I got my sports. Thanks. Yeah, that is the dumbest text in the world. Is this a sports station? Yes. Have you ever heard contemporary radio? Sorry if that's bumming oh you out. Oh my gosh, Kevin! All right, sorry. Kevin. It's, I'm sorry if you don't you know understand. What? I you went to the talking doctor this week. <laughs> He's taking shots at everybody. I, I love to do that. The Broncos are hiring Vance Joseph as their defensive coordinator. You will, call, of course, recall that he used to be their head coach. Mm-hmm. And he was having the time of his life. And then he got fired, so now he's back. So there's your sports nugget. Now let's get to what really matters. Do you remember the Corey. name of that uh, of that that reporter? reporter? It's Sergio I... Dip, by the way. I just okay. To point that out. How are we going to make Kevin happy? I feel like this... Kevin came into the segment really irritated. I'm already. not. It's about to happen right now. That's just the okay. way I sound. I am very. Maybe you're onto something. All right. What? Tell us what the shirt was, because the second you told me about this, I go, oh, my God, I'm in. I'll be very honest. I saw it on Instagram as I was scrolling through. It was a bear standing up. I don't know what kind of bear, dude. It was a gray well, there's shirt. There's only a few bears. Yeah. Cocaine bear? Uh, it That's may have a been a cocaine bear. bear. Yeah, it may have been a black bear standing up playing a guitar. And it was an electric, a red electric guitar. And I was like, that would be you know, because me and my band, uh, I think we're going by Electric Shrimp right now. I don't know. We're still trying to work out our name. I feel like you're going to be, what's the Parks and Recs dude who 
Pratt. Andy oh, Chris yeah. Pratt. Yeah. yeah, like he had 73 different. Rat Mouse. And yeah. yeah, I feel like you, <laughs> that's going to be your band. Yeah, uh, but uh, but I was starting to think, like, how cool would that be to be up on stage and there's that bear just shredding and melting guitar. And every fan is sitting there going, will he attack us? I have no clue. But they're all out there just, I can't, we got to go see this bear play the guitar. He's going to attack us with an amazing solo, bro. Yeah, and so that's what I was thinking is what other in- animals could I get up on that stage? By the way, as long as we're talking about animals, update. Cocaine Bear currently has eight reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. Its score, 100% from the critics. This is not from people. The critics have it at 100%. I like it. Critics so, never get it right, though. Somebody has gone in there and been able to manipulate this thing. <laughs> Best movies with 100% Rotten Tomatoes scores. 12 Angry Men. Oh, that is an awesome movie. Cool Hand Luke. Okay. Grave of the Fireflies. I do not know that movie. The Kid. Karate Kid? The Philadelphia Story. That movie rules. Toy Story. Seven Samurai. And Singing in the Rain. Ooh, yeah, that is a very good movie. I think I've seen, I don't know if I've seen Cool Hand Luke, and I've never even heard of the that The Last movie. Picture Show, The Terminator, cool good movie. and Pinocchio. By the way, Pinocchio is the number one, they say. But it's probably not that weird Guillermo No, the Del 1940s Toro. animated okay. one. All right, I, I gave this a lot of thought. Corey, I really did. I want to see an octopus play the piano or an accordion. Those are the things that I would like to see. And I know we had a brief discussion. Is but they have suckers? They're gonna. They they're can, not gonna be able to move. Oh, they can. They can move. They can move. You trust me on that. Also, should they be out of water that long? I'm not. I guess entirely an accordion, sure. a octopus could. Yeah, but a piano. They're suckers. You think they're gonna get stuck, gonna stuck, stuck to the keys. Yeah, we could. We could build a new kind of piano. My thought on this, Mike, is that an octopus has eight tentacles. All right. Humans have, humans have 10 fingers. Yeah. All right, here's the flaw hey, with that. You're in trouble. No, no, no. And they need ten, They need some of their tentacles to sit, I think. No, they'll just sit on that big open spot where the ink comes out or something. I'm not sure. You know what I'm talking about. It's like that. I don't know what it is. I'm not a marine biologist. That big open spot where mm-hmm. you see the legs and there's like open spot. Then it goes into its head. I don't know what it is. It can sit on that. It's where, also, the, it's where the water goes through that they can move. Okay, well, I'll put a hose on the octopus while it's doing the piano. And if it goes well, then the octopus can get its own hose. And so then, here's the thing. Your fingers can't move that far apart from each other, all right? You hold them out. Those octopus tentacles can be falling all over the place. You can have that octopus playing three pianos at one time. You can't have a human playing three pianos. You got a, you got a point, dude. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna, octopus could do that. It's they like only can hit. They only have eight legs, so they can only hit eight things at one time. Yeah, so I can put at least three pianos out there. I don't think so. I know where he's trying to go with this. Kevin, you're hitting as a pianist. You're hitting different. Listen, on one Mike. piano, you're using all. Let's say 10 fingers. I know you have two thumbs and eight fingers. No, but that's for a human. That's what I'm saying. An octopus, however, is not constrained by the size of its fingers. Those tentacles can move way far further out. Yeah, but only one tentacle can hit one 
note. Okay, so that's why I said three. So you give like a couple tentacles to the one piano. I can you hit have, ten notes. You have <laughs> the three. Okay, but on the one piano. Unless the pianos yeah. are like stacked oh, on you top can hit of five each other. On two pianos. Okay. Yeah, but those but still, you're limited at two. The tentacles can right. move further around. Kevin, Am I making three different songs at one time? Here's that's the, up to the octopus. <laughs> let's not kill Kevin's dream. All right. This is yeah. Kevin's dream. Are people dream against here. me on this? Nobody's against you. I'm against it because he's saying <laughs> an octopus can play more notes than a human yeah. can. Because the octopus I, has three hearts, too, Mike. The heart doesn't help so you play gonna, a piano. It's oh my God! Have you, you ever seen? heard music before? The heart helps you play an Tell instrument. That to Stevie Wonder, right? Yeah. Now. Well, eyes obviously don't. <laughs> Good night. All right, fine. Oh, Ray Charles, Stevie oh, oh, Wonder—they yeah. were great at piano. They couldn't see, so Allegedly. I don't worry about the octopus's eyes. Obviously, seeing doesn't help you in that situation. It helps some, but it will make the most <laughs> beautiful song because it can feel the most. Uh huh. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. It's like the Grinch. Yeah. Kinda. So you hold on. So you said you wanted to see it play that or what else? The accordion. Accordion's an awesome instrument. That'd be pretty boss. I would love to see any animal play an accordion. Like that would be that would be amazing. Because I don't love the sound of the accordion, but I'm captivated by how it's done. Like it's just what hold on. So you're squeezing this thing together and pushing notes on each side of it? Doesn't make any sense to me at all. I'm going with... So you are killing my dream. No, you, I said accordion. Go for it. That's awesome. I want to see a whale play a piccolo. And here's the reason why. Like the Chicago bear? Not That's Brian Piccolo he's talking about. What an obscure you, Brian man. song reference. You had to reach deep for that one. I'm proud of it. I, I do see people saying... We didn't uh, even talk about this before the show. <laughs> we didn't, and that's what makes me sad about my life. Somebody's saying... A lot of people are saying octopus on the drums makes a lot of sense because That'd there's be a lot awesome. of different ways like like uh, that they can do that. You could double bass that thing so hard. Oh, my God. Triple bass? Like, Neil Pert, would he have anything on an octopus? Uh, probably still, yeah. yeah. But. If anybody I could root for or like think would have a shot in a drumming competition with an octopus, Tim. it probably would be Neil Peart. The then um, I could also I have always dreamt that an octopus is a DJ and he's just sitting there pulling records out the whole time because he can reach oh, them all over the place. Yeah. Bob Schneider has a line in one of his songs where he says, "I want a DJ with a thousand arms," and I visualize that all the time. I think it's amazing. But, like, can you imagine seeing a gigantic sperm whale just sitting there with a tiny little piccolo? How's he going to get his fins up there to play that piccolo? So if it could happen, this thing, and, and where are, are you going to put him? How are you getting him on the stage? You know, like, you're going to have oh, yeah. to play lots of venues that are near oceans. And That's a good question. In my world, he's the best piccolo player. So you're getting the best sound. You have this giant spectacle that you're looking at, and you have an ocean scene. This is what I'm this is what I'm looking for here. All right. I did not realize that the octopus thing would be so controversial. It is it from is really first, dividing. From the They're with me. I don't know about that. For the A17, that wouldn't work, Kevin. The suctions would get stuck. However, from the 972, the tentacles don't stick to ivory Mike. Geez, you certainly biology wasn't a standout for you. I do not know that to be the case at all. I don't know much about that either. Like, and, and obviously, like, I'm not dealing in reality a lot on this one. So, whoa, whoa, whoa! Is that Rachel texting in that she knows that octopus and ivory don't go together? Like, <laughs> look, are, 
Here, if you want to... In cons- biology, I, I don't, don't remember know. everything in biology, <laughs> but at no point in my biology class or in your biology class <laughs> they did say. they start talking about ac- octopuses and ivory and the stickiness to them. Just to let you know what the level of discourse is in the fan text, one person said that opening for the octopus was the anus, and they looked it up on Google, and then another person said that's its mouth. So I don't know if we're all on the same page. I think it's both. Yeah, I think they do. That would be a horrible thing to have. From the four six nine, get a mic mouthwash from Big Lou. (laughs) No, (laughs) no. How anybody put that today on there is amazing. That person is a fan fan of this show. All right, Mike, do you have an animal you want to see playing an instrument? Because you don't seem super pumped about this idea. Well, I feel like you ruined it for me because mine was also a <laughs> piano, too. So what did you pick? You, what do you want to see playing a piano, though? I think a gorilla. Yeah. Mine's realistic. They have fingers. <laughs> and toes. They get... Now, oh wow! They have twenty different appendages to work with. As a kid, walking into Oak Cliff Country Club with my grandparents, and instead of a human on the piano, there was a gorilla on the piano. Yes, that would be amazing. And I think I saw that at Showbiz Pizza too. I'm not. That was an animatronic gorilla. I'm not sure if it was real or not, but I think when I went to Showbiz as a kid, they had a gorilla on the piano. That's why they went out of business. That gorilla wasn't good enough on the piano. They didn't have any octopus there. Somebody said they have 21 appendages, Corey. Oh, who does? That, not all of them. The gorilla. And the gorilla can play with well, his I guess feet. all of them. Yeah, that's 20 appendages. Or From the 214. and Metapod I don't know parsons. if all your feet and your hands can be on the piano at one time. Dude, they can. Yeah, why not? Now you're hitting, you're hitting what? Is, is there what? Six or eight chords that you're hitting at the same time? That's awesome. From the 214, I appreciate. <laughs> The octopus pianist conversation is as robust of a debate as who to get rid of on the Cowboys contract. (laughs) Thank you. If we do a topic, we're going all in on it, right? But I feel like if you take some sort of ape, Uh you have a decent chance of this working out. I love how Mike's trying to make it based in reality. Because I don't think I can get a bear to play the guitar, and I don't think I can get an octopus to play on a piano. Right. But I think I could teach. I couldn't. <laughs> a real person who teaches animals. All right, Dalsu. I think that you could teach some sort of ape the ability to play an instrument. I think. From the 817, and Joe, if you have one, let us know. A giraffe on the stand-up bass. Uh, a panda playing the bagpipes. I, like, bagpipes, I don't even know how the instrument is played, honestly. Ooh, you blow I- into it, and then you just kind of squeeze this sack. That doesn't make any sense to me. Would you want to see a blowfish do that then? For sure. Oh, yes. And then it would there push the air back in the blowfish? Yeah. They have fins. They don't even have hands <laughs> to push the thing. To push the ba- the bag. Okay. So what if they well, were the bag? I want you to make this Mike. realistic. What if okay. they were okay. the bag, Mike, instead? Now the blowfish is the bag. That would be interesting. Yeah, I see? Didn't... Kevin? I, but I've never heard music out of a blowfish before. Okay. Well, uh, how many we have times have the... you heard the gorilla playing music? I want to hear a panda bear do sim. I want to see the panda um, do cymbals. It'll scare itself. You're going to look up gorilla playing itself. music right now. I know that's what Mike is doing. Why would the panda scare itself? Because playing remember cymbals? that one panda sneezed and scared the crap out of its dad oh, or whatever? Yeah. I, that was a great video. The panda will hit the cymbals and scare the crap out of itself and then drop the cymbals. A boa constrictor playing the bagpipes makes more sense from the uh, 302. Uh, and I saw one honey badger playing the cowbell. 
Kevin, because the honey badger don't, don't care. Us. Yes. Orangutan on the steel drum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here's Mike. <laughs> Mike did find it. Mike is showing us a video. This is Coco the gorilla <laughs> sitting. At there a it piano. is. It's on the it's on the, uh-huh. the, the camera right there. For uh-huh. <laughs> I, I found a real one. I'm right. I to win. To be fair, I win. In your face, you Kevin. got me there, Mike. I do not have a video of an octopus playing any yeah. musical instrument, so I will. I wonder concede. if the person teaching Coco the gorilla is a pianist, like uh, a pianist. teacher, yeah. or if she takes care of the gorilla. So these are the questions we need more answers to. We're the KNC masterpiece right here on one oh. Five through the fan. I think we did. Good Coming up next. Sign language. Gorillas no sign language. Do you think that converts easily to the piano? Is it that... obviously has in this video. Okay. Coming up next. It's time for Gridiron Gravy. If I were Marshawn, Marshawn Lynch, I'd be having nightmares about this too. We'll do it next right here in the fan. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 Through the Fan. Right now, it's time to go around the entire NFL and dip into some gridiron gravy. Oh, dip into that knife in Plano. Oh, man. That, that was place a great meal. was so freaking good. Thank you to all the people that worked at Knife. They made it a great special night. They I forget really their names. Did. And thanks to Jared for setting that up, man. Yeah. Like that's a, that's part of the Swinging for a Cause Sandlot Charities. And we're happy to be part of it. And every year, uh, we get to do something special with them, man. It's awesome. Absolutely. Now, I know you'll be glad to know you've been asking me about this every single day. Aaron Rodgers' darkness retreat is, in fact, over. So I thought it was important that you know that. All right. (laughs) Mike, do you want to give commentary? Yeah, here's the deal. I didn't hear a word you said because... As you were talking, Corey looked right at your face and then stuffed his mouth with raw spinach like he is an ape. Like he's just like if you went to the Dallas Zoo right now and they put whatever Harambe, I know he's dead, but if they just put like when they put the food around and the grill has to go kind of search for food and find it and put it in his mouth. That's what you just look like to start this segment off. Got to get through those vegetables, huh? Any way you can. Like, there's, you're not, there's not a human being alive, and I understand, like, the soda situation. There's not a human being alive that likes putting raw spinach in their mouth. Except for me. I don't think you like it. I think you know you have to do it. I think you know that it's part of, like, a good diet. I don't think you're like, man, I cannot wait to throw this raw spinach in me. It's easy to throw it in a baggie, put it in the fridge, and then just eat it. I just not expect you to put... Every piece of spinach seemingly in your mouth. So tomorrow, can you bring that spinach, but stop doing it like that and see if you can put all the spinach <laughs> in your mouth? Because when you cook down spinach, you there, can have a bucket small, of spinach. Yeah. You can have 75 pounds of spinach, a human being's worth of spinach, <laughs> and it cooks down to what three ounces. Yeah, is. he's not wrong, man. It's so wild. Like, what happened to all the spinach? Like, I just bought a whole bag. It is like feeding two now so aaron Rodgers' darkness retreat is over was the awesome. point let's go from that what did to, you learn have we have we learned what you learned to find out yet all right let's go to marshawn lynch this I cut number six right drugs. here he is still still having nightmares about the play calls at the end of super bowl 49 we interviewed the when guy it comes to the play call and that was this type of situation i'm boiling and the only thing i could do was think that i need to get in his face because, Pete? yeah, Pete. So then what happened is 
you in that mindset <laughs> of like, should have gave me the ball, should have gave me the ball, this, that, and the third. But then what it what it let me do was, it really got me the opportunity to see how people really felt about them. So when I walk in that uh, that building, you feel me though, that was a level of respect for me. That was like the highest level of respect to the point where we had the the peak of our careers. You feel me though, with the opportunity to go ahead and start a dynasty, and then we fumbled a bag on the two yard line. In fumble, he threw an yeah, it was an interception. I, and he when he said fumbled the right. bag, I think he meant as the concept, not as literally fumbling. And he thought there could be a dynasty there, man. But we but, wouldn't have got to interview um, Malcolm Butler. Yeah, Malcolm Butler, who definitely understood all my questions. <laughs> what a glorious line, though, that he had, where he was like, "No, Russ made the exact right decision. Like that was the best decision he could have made." Then he goes, "I mean, I wouldn't have thrown it." <laughs> and I do think we need that audio of him answering and then just stopping in the middle and being like, "I'm sorry, I don't remember where I was going." That was that was an amazing moment. All right, let's go from that to. Tariq Woolen, did you hear his thoughts about Russell Wilson? No. Did he say that, that we fumbled the bag, too, on the two-yard line? No, his is far more entertaining. Is He said, when you see Russell Wilson in person, it's, like, weird. He's, <laughs> he's like a sack of potatoes. Literally, when I see him, I'm like, dang, I didn't know he was built like that. And he was short. I'm tall anyway, but I was like, damn, he's that short? He says Russell Wilson is built like a sack of potatoes. Thoughts? Uh man, that's I don't I've know. I've seen him in spring training. He was oh, with I the Rangers. That. He was there yeah. and we were there. Um I didn't think he looked like a sack of potatoes then, but that was a good seven, eight years ago. Tariq Woolen's also six foot four. So like that does have a factor in when he yeah. looks at that core. Like most quarterbacks he looks at, even Geno. Uh, is a relatively tall quarterback. Russell Wilson probably looks very tiny to him. I wouldn't say when I think sack of potatoes, I think dumpy, like you know, like oh, yeah, you know, okay. like that. But so I would, I feel like he's got a different. I would use a different fruit uh, or okay. a different, yeah, something different. Maybe he looks like one potato, you know. And do you think a potato is a fruit? Does no, that have it's seeds definitely not. inside? It's definitely not a fruit. I know, but that's what he said a different fruit. No, it's a, what oh. is it? It's a It's a ground thing. It's a. It's like a turnip. I like calling it a carbohydrate. It's a bulb or something. What is it called? A vegetable? Sure. Is that not? Throws in the ground. What are those called? Is there anything you can do more to than a potato? Cooking wise. <laughs> you can mash it. Fry it as a French fry. You can uh, you can make smashed potatoes. Bake it. Bake potato. I don't want to get off on potatoes. Yeah, but I'm just saying. It's a good question. Like, let's get back to football nuggets here. All right, new Can't show you're gonna want to watch. Especially you're liking the golf show, oh, right? Mike, you're I watched love episode this. three last night. My wife stayed awake for the whole thing. This is the one you it. need to know. So this is the show called Quarterback. It's going to be on Netflix this summer. Now, I'm going to give you the first two, and you're not going to care, and then I'm going to win you over about watching this show. They had all three of these quarterbacks mic'd up for every single game this past season. It's produced by the Peyton Manning Omaha Productions. They will feature Marcus Mariota. Oh, I saw this. I heard this. Kirk Cousins. I've seen it. 
and Patrick Mahomes. That's a a very interesting selection. Somehow I just did the Arsenio Hall thing where I put up the one finger and started doing this. Like I was in a dog pound. It is because you have the guy that was the MVP and won the Super Bowl. You know, then you have a guy that was having an MVP type season. But nobody really believed it, yeah. and nobody really believes in him. Good, and then you ish. have a guy that's not good, and he yeah. but he had one more shot to try and make it good. Like this is a good array. I don't. This might might tell us that the NFL is actually scripted because they picked these guys, and all three of these guys fit these categories perfectly. Well, and Mariota just quit playing for his team. Yeah. He just left. This is I want to know if they're going to like dive into that, but it's it's smart for Netflix to go further in on. Because that's been a space that I felt like they've still kind of neglected is more, you know, sports content. I know they've started their some of their original series to try to compete with like thirty for thirty, but it seems like is it swing or full, full swing? swing? And that, for that for, seems pretty popular for them so far. For golf, it's huge. I'm I think sure. I think it's big. Like you're talking about the NFL being good for Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think for golf, it's bigger that Netflix went in on them. Because now it puts okay. personality that to the players sense. that you just kind of see on this course. You get to see who they are. Like there's, I, This is a great series, though, Kevin, if, if you're going to continue adding these things. And I wonder if you get this one, it's going to be wildly popular. There's no doubt For about sure. it. The NFL just is what it is. And especially with Patrick Mahomes. If you take Patrick Mahomes out and you put, no offense to Rand, the Saints quarterback, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, James. James Winston. Yeah. Like you're gonna be like, oh wait, so it's went like I'm watching yeah. three guys that one guy had a decent year and Kirk Cousins, but when you put the guy, the number one guy in the sport on this, I yeah, can't wait for sure. I and I'd be fascinated, Kevin. I think now if they're gonna say we're gonna do this every year, it would be fascinating yeah. every year for us to sit down and say who do we want to hear from this year? Who who do we think should be the guys? Yeah, a couple more things for you is. Michael Bidwell said that he believes Kyler Murray's return will be earlier than midseason because remember he tore the ligament in mid-December and there was thought that he could miss a ton of time and so the Cardinals owner is saying he thinks that Kyler Murray will miss weeks of the season as opposed to months of the season. I mean that could still be six or seven weeks, yeah. six or seven games and so that could still be hugely problematic for the Cardinals and for Kyler Murray's career development. Jared Sandler just posted a, a video of Jacob deGrom throwing in the bullpen. Oh, my Mike, we God. need to go analyze it. Okay. He's throwing in the bullpen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like maybe Mike does not want us to go <laughs> analyze that. I love spring training, training camp, but it it's it's like, you know, let them kind of face hitters. Hopefully no. just get through healthy. I want to see the first pitch. Here's what we need to pitch. know. That he throws great today, that everything went well, and he's playing his normal catch tomorrow and doing all the things he's supposed to do. And then the NFL.com has been running through the divisions, ranking each team, going back for the entire grade class, excuse me, draft class. And for the NFC East, Washington Commanders, they get a C. Philadelphia Eagles, they get a C. The Giants, they get a C+. Nice. The only team to do better than that, your Dallas Cowboys, who got a B minus. Because they're going to the Super Bowl. I mean, I am well aware of your prediction. I have it marked down. I won't forget that you said they're going to go to the Super Bowl. So, good job for the Cowboys right there. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. Coming up next, our countdown to spring training continues. Expectations with the Rangers. Can they meet 
this win total. 877-881-1053 if you want to get involved in the conversation. We'll do it next right here on The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.